Welcome to Seeking Scripture Deep Diving Bible Study. I'm Christy Jordan, and I want to help you develop a firsthand relationship with the whole Word of God. For links and graphics mentioned in my podcast, please visit the corresponding post on SeekingScripture.com. May Yahweh bless the reading of His Word. Good morning, siblings. Today's readings are Numbers, chapters 1 through 2. We are starting a new book today. Can you believe we've already gone through three out of the five foundational texts of Scripture? Aren't you amazed at what all we've learned so far? I know I am. The Bible is so exciting because the Father shows you new things each time you read it, no matter how many times you've read it before. Today, we begin the book of Numbers. Rabbit Trails Introduction The Hebrew name of this book is Bamidbar. I'm probably pronouncing that wrong, but in my defense, I barely speak English some days. And that means in the wilderness. Authorship of Numbers, just as the rest of the books of the Torah or Pentateuch, is attributed to Moses. We can find reasoning for this in Numbers 33, 2. The First Census Today, we will see the first census being taken in Israel. This covered every male from the age of 20 and up and was for the purpose of organizing an army. Note that there was no age limit. In times of battle, any man who was of use would be given a position of some sort. All told, there were 603,550 counted among this number. Now, this is only the males age 20 and up and excludes the entire tribe of Levi. Can you imagine how large this group of Hebrews was at this point? Wow! The reports of this census may seem dull, but there's a lot of information contained in them for anyone who wanted to take a day and hop down those trails. Pay attention to names, numbers, histories both before and after this. You'll often find the names perfectly match a characteristic of the tribe as a whole. You'll also note that the Levites were explicitly excluded from this census. They had been adopted away from Israel by Yahweh for his specific purpose and were considered set apart, no longer part of Israel as a whole. Much is the same for you and I today when it comes to the world. We have been adopted as Yahweh's own, grafted into his chosen people, and are no longer part of the world at large although we are to live in it for this time. But I digress. The Levites were responsible for everything involving the tabernacle. Now, we've read in detail about their role in making sacrifices, but they were also responsible for the disassembling of the tabernacle, transporting the tabernacle, and reassembling it. This tabernacle is about to go mobile, folks. Levites were in charge of everything within the tabernacle as well. Guess what? The Levites were also the private army designated with protecting the tabernacle at all cost. Don't think of these priests as passive, peace-loving religious guys. They were fierce warriors who would kill without question should someone approach or threaten the sanctity of the tabernacle in any way. Let's go camping! The different tribes are given very specific instructions as to how to camp around the tabernacle. These positions are arranged in terms of honor, 
status, and marching order, with East being the most revered. Now, I need you to make sure you visit my post corresponding to these notes today because I have a very important diagram below that you should really check out. And it's how they're all camping around the tabernacle, the order of their camps. Note that there is a lot of spiritual significance attached to the direction of the east, with that position being symbolic of holiness. See Genesis 2.8, Matthew 2, verses 1 through 2, Genesis 4.16, Ezekiel 40.22, Ezekiel 8.16, and etc. That's just something to stick in your back pocket. Paul quotes a good bit of numbers, so later on, a lot of this will come back to us. In fact, a huge percentage of the Gospels are simply quotes from scriptures, so you'll find a lot more familiarity once we make it to that point. Out of the 7,967 verses in the New Testament, 2,606 are quotes from the Old. And you know, I really hate the terms new and old, as they have taught us to discard our very foundational scriptures as irrelevant. These are not terms the Father, Messiah, or Apostles ever use to describe His Word, so we must be careful not to allow them to cloud our view. One more interesting fact. The first 10 chapters of this book take place in a time period of about 20 days, while the remaining 26 chapters will cover over 40 years. Test everything. Hold tight to what is good. 1 Thessalonians 5.21 We are saved by grace alone. Obedience is not the root of our salvation, but it is the fruit. May Yahweh bless the reading of His Word, and may He guide us, keep our attention on Him, and hold us in His shalom today. I love y'all. Bye-bye.